show, Five Shark Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly. And Atlanta United came from behind to earn a draw in what pretty much felt like a loss in a draw, though we uh, definitely felt like we could have won this match. Uh, I mean, even though, yeah, it's just like a weird one. We... Uh, came from behind, but uh, we were able to level it, but we definitely outplayed them in that second half. Uh, Orlando City did come out of the blocks really strong. Uh, they had the better chances, and uh, that's pretty much what led to the, uh, the that first goal that uh, was pretty unfortunate with the circumstances. Uh, George Campbell concedes a foul that's pretty questionable. Uh, that's Victor Rivas, the ref, uh, calls on us. And uh, Mauricio Pereira, the Orlando City player, he steps over the free kick. And uh, Rocco Rios Novo, he's still setting up the wall. It's probably took a little bit longer than he should have. And uh, Victor Rivas, he... Uh, yeah, there apparently was a little bit of a miscommunication with Rios Novo and Rivas. Uh, he apparently got the okay, uh, and so that's why he was still setting up the wall, but then he blew the whistle while Rios Novo was still setting it up, and Pereira, he just promptly uh, put it into the top left corner where, yeah, Rios Novo, he looks exasperated and is yelling at the ref, saying, what's the deal? Why did you uh, call it when, uh, or whistle it when he's still setting up something? And, uh, you know, I think uh, ultimately, yeah, I mean, uh, it's probably a little bit of inexperience with Rios Novo there. Uh, and for him to just kind of give up on the play as well, I mean, that, uh, you know, there is uh, kind of a little bit troublesome in that respect, but... Uh, I mean, we were able to overcome it at the end of the day by uh, leveling the score, but uh, definitely something that he will need to, uh, you know, get out of uh, his system there and make sure he, uh, you know, improves on pretty much setting up his wall much quicker, setting up the defense and, uh, you know, making sure the communication with the ref uh, is spot on and that they are on the same page, but... Uh, yeah, that first half, uh, we were chasing that equalizer, uh, chasing it and chasing it. And, uh, you know, in this, uh, the starting 11, Araruju, he started over Almada in, uh, what was a report, uh, by, uh, Doug Roberson that Almada was not feeling great before the match. And so, uh, he could only play a little bit of the second half. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Araruju, uh, definitely, you know, he brought that fire that he always does. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we also, we saw our old friend Jake Mulraney, who, uh, yeah, earned uh, earned some fouls and a little boo uh, for earning a foul uh, later on uh, in that, uh, in that uh, first half. But it was, uh, yeah, definitely... Not the best start, uh, but we definitely we definitely uh, came out of that first half where we uh, had the lion's share of that possession, and 
uh, we had the better chances as well, and we yeah, we couldn't put it away. But uh, you know, Pedro Galice, their goalkeeper, he definitely stood on his head on this one. Uh, they really, uh, we couldn't have really done much more except uh, you know put the ball in the battle, back of the net, uh, you know, and really maybe keep it away from him, but. It took a, uh, a bullet header by new boy Juanjo Parata in the second half. Uh, you know, we had uh, thrown on the kitchen sink again uh, in the second half. Joseph Martinez came on for McFadden and uh, Amara Sadich. Uh, you know, also both of them were off. And uh, yeah, Dom Dwyer also came on. I mean, we had, uh, yeah just attack after attack and chance after chance Joseph Martinez he hit the post he uh yeah Dom Dwyer had a uh, had a had a shot that was uh going up into the upper 90 of the uh top left corner and Pedro Galice somehow got to it and it is yeah just uh <laughs> this should have been at least two goals for LA United but uh, yeah, that XG was something like, I think, 2.16 for LA United and maybe like 0.36 for uh, Orlando City. So, yeah, this one, it uh, it did not end how we all would have wanted it to. I mean, it was definitely a uh, rowdy, rowdy presence from the 17s. We definitely showed out. We did all we could to... Uh, to cheer our boys on to victory. Unfortunately, Lady Luck was not on our side. But, uh, yeah, getting to that uh, Purata goal, uh, it was... Uh, yeah, so Almada, he was uh, over that free kick where, basically, we retried this thing three, three times. And uh, third time's the, the charm, of course. And uh, Purata, in his third appearance for Atlanta United... He gets his first MLS goal, and uh, yeah, it's a beauty. I mean, that uh, that meaty forehead really met it uh, with some force, and uh, yeah, put it to that far post where Galise couldn't do anything about it. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, we could not find a winner, and uh, yeah, it's just one of those where one-one. Uh, it's not a. Uh, it's not a fair, I think, uh, assessment of what actually happened at the end of the day. And unfortunately, we only get four points out of this three-game homestand in which we really needed some uh, some, uh, uh, some wins, some three points. Uh, only, unfortunately, able to get one, uh, one win out of this. And uh, we leave this homestand with a 6-8-6 six, six record. And uh, yeah, I mean, what else can be uh, what else can be said about this match? It's just like exasperating, really. I mean, LA United did all we could. We uh, we definitely on this uh, you know on this Sunday it was uh, it was a game that we uh, I think a lot of us were looking forward to in terms of uh, you know with that rectifying win over on Wednesday. Uh, Orlando coming in, you know the boys are gonna be fired up, and uh, you know it's a it's a kind of slightly disappointing homestand, but I guess it could be much worse. But 
Uh, let's wrap a bow on that. And uh, yeah, LA United, they will go on the road against Los Angeles Galaxy over the weekend. And I'll have that preview for you later on in this show. But let's get into the news for this week and Juanjo Parata's first MLS goal and defensive performance. He gets into the MLS team of the week. And uh, yeah, uh, in terms of what Gonzalo Pineda said, uh, he said suddenly he has adapted and played up to a very good standard. He's, uh, uh, that was the end quote there, but uh, he's adapted quickly. And uh, you like to see that. I mean, it's definitely a lot quicker than maybe some of our other players who have come in before him. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Pineda also said, quote, Obviously, attacking set pieces is one of the big reasons why Carlos Bocanegra signed Parata because he's very good and very dominant in aerial duels. Defensively, he gives us a lot of support. Offensively, he's a big threat and uh, with his good at timing in the air. We definitely saw that uh, against, uh, you know, against Orlando City here. But uh, another piece of news is that the MLS Disciplinary Committee has found Marcelino Moreno guilty of simulation embellishment in the 43rd minute uh, against Orlando City. He uh, has been fined an undisclosed amount for his actions, and that was uh, the for the diving that uh, apparently happened. Uh, that could have been a penalty shot or at least a free kick outside of the box. And yeah, there was a bit of contact, but I guess uh, yeah, ultimately he did uh, stand on his feet and then went down, and that's where he gets fined here. But that's the weird part here is, uh, you know, where uh, Campbell's foul, I mean, Rivas calling that, it's just there, there are some fans that uh, definitely feel aggrieved here that, uh, you know, definitely it just doesn't make sense. It's just not called evenly, but uh, such is the refing quality in this league. But moving on, uh, we, of course, uh, had the video of Darren Eels moving to Newcastle United on August 9th. But the question is, what's his legacy? You know, obviously, uh, he helped construct the side that's helped uh, win us MLS Cup, the Campionas Cup, U.S. Open Cup, and uh, he did also help bring a World Cup game to the Benz and Atlanta. I think that's definitely part of his legacy for sure. But what's his best moment, right? I mean, there is a lot of his uh, his epic, uh, you know, cryptic tweets, the, uh, the billboard in Orlando, the 7-0 touchdown tweet after we beat New England Revolution, uh, the American Family Insurance Cup banner that really delightfully trolled NYCFC for their MLS Cup banner in uh, Yankee Stadium. Uh, Eels, when he made a uh, Miles Robinson's first goal in his first five years shirt that looked eerily like Joseph, eerily, eerily like Joseph Martinez's uh, 100 goal shirt, or the training big training face. I mean, obviously, yes, uh, he's had some, uh, you know, uh, 
some failings here as as well. I mean, his tenure has not been perfect, but uh, I think definitely as a servant for the club and an ambassador for Atlanta United and Atlanta Sports, he has been someone that has represented the uh, the club well and uh, definitely furthered our brand into a global. Um, a global force that uh, is definitely recognized around the world uh, where people see this as a standard. And I think we should be forever grateful for Darren Eels for uh, setting us up that way and putting us into uh, that kind of good light, uh, even though the results on the field recently have not been uh, where we all want it to be and expect it to be. But, uh, Next bit of news was, uh, and maybe just pontification, was Jose Martinez, was he benched for his uh, comments post-match against Austin FC? I mean, it's uh, in terms of the uh, matches where he's missed two in a row when he's been fully healthy, uh, there hasn't been too many. There's been maybe a handful of times. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, you have to wonder if... Uh, you know, Pineda is actually dropping him for a certain reason because of the uh, the comments. But uh, yeah, apparently when he was asked, uh, Pineda, he didn't say yes or no. He said, quote, I'm going to be very, very short on that. We all want to win, period. Uh, Joseph wants to win. The team wants to win. I want to win. I think we are all on the same page that we want to win. Whether it is Ronaldo starting, whether it is Joseph or uh, or starting in at that time, or it can be the opposite. I know Joseph very well. He wants to be with the rest of the team. Uh, also wants to be with Atlanta. I want to be with Atlanta. So we are all on the same page. So whatever discussions we have among us in conversations, we all know that we all want to win. So definitely very fascinating uh, comments. And we'll see if uh, he starts on Sunday against LA Galaxy. Uh, to see if that still, uh, you know, is the case of uh, whether, you know, he's being punished or not. But uh, last bit of news, LA United 2, they signed midfielder Tony Tiente for the remainder of the 2022 season. And uh, yeah, the midfielder, uh, he was originally on a 25-day contract on June 24th, and he's appeared in six matches for head coach Jack Collison, starting the last three. And uh, unfortunately, in Lane United 2, they fell to San Antonio FC 5-0 on Saturday night. Uh, but Vicente Reyes, he did make a career-high nine saves in the match. So, yeah, uh, very unfortunate result there. Uh, definitely getting blown out is never, ever fun. In Lane United 2, uh, having kind of mixed results recently, but... Uh, that does it for the news and gets us to the match preview. And this Sunday, uh, July 24th at Dignity Health Sports Park, Atlanta United will take on Los Angeles Galaxy. And it will actually, uh, yeah, not only will it be 9.30 p.m., uh, kind of some MLS after dark, but it will be... LA Galaxy Star Wars night, so that will be interesting uh, to see probably some uh, people dressed up. Uh, they will be giving away some uh, some things, apparently uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, something. So, cool on that if you're a fan of those type of things. But uh, getting into the Galaxy, uh, 
yeah, they're they've got a lot of attacking talent, definitely for sure, and uh, you know they're uh, a team that will uh, you know kind of push their fullbacks up. Uh, their wingers are tricky and talented as well, uh, but yeah, I mean defending wise, will they be able to cut the mustard? Uh, it's been yeah, kind of um, um you know a little up and down for them. Uh, they're seventh in the West right now. They've uh, scored 28 goals, conceded 27. So it is a plus in that sense. But uh, yeah, key departures from their C- their 2021 season. Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, he left Sebastian Letget. Uh, he was traded to the Revolution this winter. Uh, but they did bring in DP winger Douglas Casta. Uh, he, of course, uh, yeah, he's uh, one of the bigger names in the sport. In uh, if you pay attention to, uh, uh, you know, in the uh, European leagues, of course, with Juve and Bayern Munich. But uh, Mark Delgado as well. He was traded f- uh, from Toronto FC, and uh, yeah, you know, Chicharito. He's uh, he's basically one of the uh, the better scorers in Concacaf, and so definitely uh, you know one of the poachers that uh, we have to watch out for. One of the best poachers, um, you know, really around. Uh, he basically in and around the box, he's trouble. So uh, you know, basically whoever we have in our backline, we will have to be keeping an eye on him, but. Uh, in terms of the predictions from uh, pundits around the league, uh, they have him as, uh, or they have LA Galaxy as high as sixth and as low as tenth. So pretty much a mid-table team that uh, they expect. And uh, yeah, getting into the starting eleven predictions for LA United, I think uh, Rocco Rios Novo he uh, he persists behind. Uh, and be- between the sticks, rather, and uh, that five-man backline, I think, persists as well. It's McFadden, Parata, Franco, Campbell, Campbell and Wiley. Uh, and, you know, the two central midfielders, I think uh, we're seeing a little bit of a pattern in what Pineda is favoring at the moment. Maybe a couple guys that, uh, you know, are more solid on the ball and uh, can do a little bit of the... Uh, the dirty work, if needed, in Hosetu and Sadich. Uh, although, uh, I wouldn't be surprised maybe Ibarra starting over Sadich. But uh, getting into the forwards then, uh, only three spots for uh, the attack. So, you know, one of Moreno or Adarujo or Amada will have to miss out, I think, here. Or maybe even Cisneros. I think, uh, you know, for me, I think uh, it's going to be Adarujo and Almada. Uh, as the two, and Joseph Martinez will be up top, uh, the three DPs starting at the same time. Hopefully, uh, we can get the three points here on the road. But, uh, yeah, getting into that score prediction, don't know. I'm not sure it will be a win, but I think we can pull out a draw. I think it will be a 2-2 draw. Uh, some... MLS after dark that uh, usually brings some uh, some fireworks in that sense of lots of goals. So uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, 
we can, I think, uh, maybe it's just a, a back and forth match and not one where we have to uh, fight too hard for, uh, you know, just to get the point. And uh, it is just one of those where, uh, you know, back and forth, 2-2, some goals, some entertainments, and uh, we can come back uh, from L.A. and or, uh, you know, Carson City, uh, where they're located, and be able to... Uh, you know, kind of uh, keep this, uh, keep it going. I mean, we just, we need a win, but I'm just, I'm not sure. I'm not bullish on this match to be able to uh, to do it. But what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. But that pretty much does it for the match preview and the entire show, except for the question of the day. The question of the day is, what's Darren Eels' legacy to you guys? Does he deserve a statue? Let us know in the comments below. Really looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and a rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>